Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Buffs Prime Time coming to you from Studio A here at the DNVR yes, bar. Sir. And we are presented by Illegal Pete's. And Dre, did you know that today, uh, some people call it Thursday, but it's actually Twerk Day? No. Yeah, because no Jake way. is twerking. He is um, twerking. He's probably wearing one of those like grass <laughs> skirts, <laughs> twerking out in Hawaii. You know, I like to think that's how he takes in the island. Yeah, yes, there's absolutely. probably uh, like a pig roast going on. Mm-hmm. Yep, um, yep, absolutely big time. So Jake twerking up a storm. Yep. Alyssa twerking <laughs> at opening day. <laughs> Unreal, you know. So you guys should know today is opening day. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, uh, Opening day for the Rockies in Colorado is essentially a holiday. In fact, it's funny because we're obviously a sports company. Yeah, it's tough. And the people who who also uh, work in this building are a real estate company. This is an off day for the entire company. Yep. And I'm like, we're clearly doing this wrong. Um, but then, you know, a lot of people here just decided they were going to take it upon themselves to twerk it up today. Yep, yep. Uh, but not us. Not us here. Twerk it while you work. Eh? I didn't even go to our opening day pregame party we because I was uploading videos. I was working. Yeah, you were Drove working. to Boulder, back. Not twerking. Now we're here. So everyone else is twerking, but me, Dre, and Kale. It's and true. Mitch. It's and true. Merch. We're in it. We're in it. I filled in for Broncos earlier in the day because Henry's apparently... Twerking it up in San Diego. What? That's what I'm told. It's just incredible. I'm supposed I'm supposed to be running things around here, and yet I'm running a, a company of twerkers. You know, <laughs> so we're just we're just trying to get back on track here. Yep, we're gonna work. Uh, yeah, and exactly, we had a, an awesome day today. Um, those who twerk were. Um, punished today because we got Travis Hunter up in Boulder and it's something we've been waiting for really since the first media availability we've gotten Uh, and it was to me everything we could have asked for and more Uh, we also talked to coach Bartoloni who had some interesting things to say if you watch the video on our YouTube channel um, some lady in the ticket office also had some interesting things to say while he was talking 
We are fully aware that the Buffs need a new area to do their media availability. I mean, I witnessed Ryan mention this to other media standing <laughs> yep. there. Yep. Are you starting to get into the comms people's ears as well? Yeah, well, I was asking them if they could maybe get some WD-40 for the door <laughs> that's right next to us. Because um, that thing is... That oh, thing man. squeaks. Um, so, anyways, maybe uh, eventually we'll get that thing moved around. Um, but let's talk about it because... Coach Bartoloni had a banger of a quote that then parlayed into a banger of a quote from Travis Hunter. Incredible, we have the incredible. quote here. Let's start with Coach Bartoloni. Like, like I said, you know, he, he is a natural receiver. Um, he played receiver in, in high school. You know, he's just, he's just a freak athlete, right? But, you know, I, I do think he enjoys the position. I think he enjoys running routes, making defenders look bad. I think that's something he takes a lot of pride in. Um, which I which I like, and he likes scoring touchdowns, man. So we just need to keep coming, uh, keep him coming along. Okay. So he takes a lot of pride in making people look bad. Uh huh. That was awesome. As soon as I heard that, I was like, "That's a topic." Yeah. But then I figured, well, let's ask, uh, let's ask Travis about this. Uh -huh. So we asked Travis Hunter. I asked Travis Hunter himself. Do you take pride in making people look bad? Coach Bartolone, he said he thinks one of the reasons why you like wide receivers is because you enjoy making defenders look bad. Yeah, that's my favorite thing to do. I like to make people look bad. <laughs> why? It's just, it's funny to me, just me wanting to go out and dominate. I want to dominate everything I do, so pretty much me going out and dominate them is just natural to me. It's just funny to me. What <laughs> it's amazing. just funny to me. And it, you know, it's funny to me because I've watched so many yeah. of those videos of him at the basketball courts. And he clearly goes there with the intention of making people look bad. Uh, you know, crossing people up, dunking on their heads, hitting threes in their face. Um, that is clearly a motivating fact. It, it, that's what gets him out of bed in the morning is he's like, I'm going to school somebody today. He's such a funny kid, man. He really is. He's like just always smiling ear to ear. And I mean, his behind that smile is the kind of competitor and inner dog that I'm just... I, I, the more I get into it, the more I realize how rare and special it is. Yeah. Like, he's just got that to him. Well, and it really, he's really... Just a good, funny kid who loves to make people look bad <laughs> on a sports court, you know? And, of course, that's now becoming, like, a national headline. I'm seeing a bunch of different college football places put it out of... Travis Hunter says he likes playing wide receiver because he likes to make people look bad. Quote, it's my favorite thing. Yeah. And then you have people commenting underneath it like, he's in for a real shock. Uh, once he, you know, has to go up to the power five level. It's like, no, he's not. Nope, he's just simply not. Um, he is absolutely the level of player that is going to make people look bad at this level. Uh, and, you know, I, we've, we haven't obviously seen it against opposing Pac-12 teams yet, but he's routed a few folks in practice. Uh, we well, saw him do it in the yesterday, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, it was kind of like a little angle route. Yeah, and almost it was the one like breakdown in the secondary where it was like, wait, how'd he end up wide open? Yeah. The rest of us like, damn, they, they're covering really well. I was really high on the secondary's performance from yesterday. But yeah, he did have that one where it's just like, oh, he disappeared. Yeah. Um, so he is He's going to make people look bad. Yes. Uh, he's he's going to moss guys. Look. Yeah. Well, when we're going to show a little bit of video later uh, in the show that has some clips from him in practice that I hadn't seen yet 
that CU sent us today um, that uh, he certainly knows how, how to make people look bad, which is just, I find it so funny that that's something that gets him going. But that attitude and that confidence totally makes it make sense why he wanted to play for Coach Prime when he could have played at Georgia or Alabama or Florida State or wherever. Um, Coach Prime saw himself in Travis. I think Travis saw himself in Coach Prime and was like, let's do this thing. Uh, and the also, two of them are a match made in heaven. What's the fun of making someone look bad at a blue blood? You know, like uh, we're, we're going twelve and one. You know, and hey, we're gonna go twelve and one. I, absolutely, eventually. but you know, with all the, uh, it's just it's not the same. Yeah, for sure. You get um, you get your money's worth here in Boulder. And uh, and and he's he's certainly gonna 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 do it. Uh, you're, it is so fun to talk to him, man. Um, I don't know if he was. I'm just guessing based on the fact that it took us this long to get to get him but he might not have been in love with the idea of doing a press conference he's so good though i yeah. hope that he like learns to love it a little bit because he is uh he has such a great personality he's he's a natural a little coach prime personality yes. right yes. like a little bit he does have that to him and um, he's you know he's unapologetically himself and i think that's what's awesome and um you can hear things that coach prime have t has told him yeah echoing in his sentiments and his answers when he's answering questions got a couple more clips from travis kale let's play the next one what you're saying about you know kind of getting up to speed on learning mm -hmm. techniques and such uh, you know because you are a corner you know yeah. is there any insights kind of going through your head about how to beat guys oh yeah that's, you played on the yeah, other side? that's easy for me me knowing how to beat guys what type of leverage they're going to play when i come off the ball so it's pretty much easy that's why in practice you see me open a lot because i'm i'm already knowing what type of coverage they're in and what what type of technique they're about to use on me so i just get open uh jimmy got his number are you, uh, are you i know you couldn't probably hear that one as well um, but that's the one where he was talking about um if him playing corner makes yeah, it easier yeah, yeah, yeah. for him to get himself open. And again, he's so casual in his confidence, but he's just like, oh, yeah, 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 that's easy for me. I look at these guys. I know what leverage they're playing. I know exactly where to go. Um, and, and earlier in the press conference, he kind of talked about learning the technique of wide receiver. Like just running and getting open is easy Yeah. Uh, for him. Yeah. Now he's talking about learning like stepping on corners toes and stuff like that to get himself open. Like the intricacies in the little things. And again, and that's going to then help him back at corner. Exactly. And again, you go back to coach prime who everyone knows, you know, was an all time great defensive player or yeah. maybe the all time great defensive player. Um, but he also has an offensive mind on him. Um, and he was an offensive coordinator for, for that team in high school. So I think he also can use that to teach Travis and he's saying like hey this is what I hated when wide receivers did to me you know this is something you can work right on. right it's and a I beautiful mean, like just combination of knowledge and skill well and I mean you hear coach talk about he's a freak athlete he's a natural wide receiver he's got natural hands you know you talked about him mossing people and then you get into the mental stuff where a lot of this comes from him knowing the technique him being a lockdown primetime cornerback you know and it all connects into one pretty incredible player yeah it, it, it's a beautiful thing and i just can't wait to see what it looks like on the field i, I cannot wait to I see know, how I they know, use him I and know. we've talked a little bit more about that with him but 
one of the cool things about today, like I said, is less people came because it was opening day. You know, all the TV cameras are down at Coors Field. And I felt like, okay, well, I have a chance to ask Travis a couple more questions here. So what I did was I tried to clear up some things that we've just been speculating on mm. so much. One of the things been a big speculation in the comments was his jersey number. Uh, so I asked him, what, what good, are you going Uh, Jimmy got his number. Are you uh, are you gonna stick with twelve? Yeah, I'm gonna stick with twelve. I'm, I gotta earn it just like you earned his. So, what's the reasoning behind twelve for you? Uh, just I had my best career, my career season like in high school in that number. So I just wanted to stick with, and I didn't want to follow nobody else in my family that stuck with their number. I was originally gonna ask like, are you gonna stick with twelve if you get that opportunity? But then I was like, who are we kidding? Here? Yeah, right, right. right. <laughs> You're gonna have whatever number you want, other than five, apparently. What would be the switch? Twenty-one. Shiloh's gonna get twenty-one. Yeah, headache CEO. I was saying one, and that was something that we had maybe speculated on a little bit. Like, you know, Coach Prime said, "How can you wear one if you're not the one?" Travis is absolutely the one. So if he wanted one, he could have it. Um, I would love to see him in it. Be incredible. But twelve is that's his thing. Twelve's his thing. A little too Tom Brady esque for me, but all out. Yeah. It's gonna be Travis Hunter's number eventually. Reverse twenty one is very cool. Yeah. No, that's no, a great now. Prime, you know, KG, Tim Duncan, those guys had it in hoops. Yeah. And he right rocks here. it. Yeah. And, and it and it's his thing now. Um but it is funny with Shador being the big Brady guy. That he wears two, not 12. Yeah. Travis wants 12. And, you know, he essentially just said, like, I wore it in high school. I balled out. That became my number. Got to stick to your number. We're, uh, I don't know, some people might say uh, a little superstitious. Oh, I'm extremely stitious. Uh, I think we're just people with sound sports values. And uh, you stick to certain <laughs> things, you know? I almost something works for you. you stick to it. Right? I almost lost my mind last night when we had people nearly jinxing the Nuggets, qu clinching the one seed. That was such a stupid ending to regulation too in that <laughs> Pelly's Grizz game. It was like a concerted effort though. Like oh, got people I know. in the Slack I know. jinxing it. We accidentally tweeted the graphic too soon. I know. Uh, I know. Spencer is is screenshotting his winning what would have been winning bet on the Nuggets to get the one seed oh with like eight God. minutes left in the game. I'm like. What are you sickos doing? Hold your <laughs> darn horses, I say. Yes. My goodness, just stop. Yeah. Just I hope you can appreciate my slack came in immediately when it was all tied up. Yeah. Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Damn, uh, I'm man. a big believer in jinxes. Oh. I have been my whole life. So as a number, you stick to what works for you. you stick to what works Gotta for you. Gotta stick to what works for you. All right. I think we have uh, one more clip from Travis Hunter. Let's get to that. Okay. Oh, that's it? All right. Um, so, yeah. You've got one incoming, potentially? No. No. Okay. No. I think that's all we have Okay, great. Uh, from clipping great. the press conference. Um, but funny thing, Dre. Yeah. Is that Alyssa... Uh-huh. Um, who happens to be twerking today. Yeah. Normally working. Yep. Normally has been sending me the reads. <laughs> oh, it's so true. So uh, I, don't so I don't have true. those off the top of my head. So I'll just keep talking about how dope Travis Hunter is while oh someone gosh. can help me out a little bit. That's amazing. Uh, <laughs> That's amazing. And you wouldn't believe it. 
It's a Roman day, good sir. Oh, wow. It's a Roman day. It's a Roman today. day. Well, yep. uh, I mean, heck, what more can you say about Roman? If you're trying to win a Heisman oh. in the bedroom, yeah. you're probably going need to need, need to get Roman. Yep. You know, Heisman's all about uh, consistency. Stiff arms? Stamina. <laughs> yeah, stamina for And yeah, sure. a stiff arm. They're so big on stamina, those guys. <laughs> they are. They could play at altitude, <laughs> no problem. Uh, like, I mean, yeah. Oh, that'd be their jam. Yeah. yeah. So if you want to turn your bedroom into the Roman Coliseum, <laughs> yes, go yes, to row.co yes. slash DNVR yes. and go prepared into battle. Right. They've got you covered. They have you covered. Um, yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, speaking of health, below the belt or above the belt, <laughs> Athletic Greens can always help you health-wise. Oh, a little you're AG. A, you're a big AG guy? Big AG guy. Kale, you know, I know he's an AG guy. You see the way that my skin is glowing today? Yeah, it is. because I got it my is. AG in. Man, um, look at our thumbnail. That's a beautiful screenshot from the video Ryan took of Travis Hunter. Travis Hunter has that glowing. AG glow to He's him. Glowing. He might he might have some He could be. He knows what's up. He does. He might have some AG in his uh daily nutrition. That might be part of the TH12 method. It's great for your skin? Yeah. Um your I've mentals? been told it's great for your fingernails. Like just get like a nice shine. Um, you got strong fingies these days? Yeah, yeah. Love Strengthen that. those fingernails. That would um, help with athletes. And, and I always say just like start your day with a dub. Like when you wake up in the morning, you hit the kitchen, you throw eight ounces of water in your athletic greens mixer. I always go one ice cube to chill it. Put your athletic green scoop in there, shake it Hell up, yeah. get Hell all yeah. those nutrients. You already feel like, man, I did something right today. Yep. Yep. I'm exactly. off to a healthy start. It is like you're you're stacking a really big important dub right off the bat. Exactly, and then you know some people they they want to make the bed every day. Boom, two dubs. Double already, dub. You already got two dubs. Double dub dub. End the day with some Roman triple dub. Yep, you're in the winning. So go to athleticgreens.com/dnvr. They'll hook you up with five free travel packs. So when you hit the road, if you're like Jake. Uh, you could still be working while you're twerking. Right, right. I mean, it's all that twerking is exhausting. <laughs> so I hope he has taken his travel pack AG with him. All right. Um, let's move on here. Great stuff. Great stuff. So one thing that, sh uh, that, that Travis said when destroying was in the building was, I want to win the Heisman Trophy. They were walking uh, through, I believe it's called Legacy Hall. Yeah. Uh, in the Champion Center. Yep. And if you don't know, no one knows. Right there is Rashawn Salam's Heisman Trophy. Yep. Yep. And yep. Travis said, I got to get me one of these. So again, clearing up things that we've been speculating on. When I heard that, I thought, man, that means more offense. And we are certainly getting more offense from Travis Hunter this year. But I just asked him straight up. I said, all right, you said you want to win the Heisman. Does that mean you want to play more offense? And he said, no, it means I want to play more of everything. Uh, and I want to dominate every single play I'm on the field. And I just love his... You think they might get him on some punt returns? Maybe. It's part of the Heisman script. Yep. It is part of the Heisman script, especially for a, a defender. But again, he's going to play a lot of offense. And so I, I don't know 
what the balance is going to be. We've been trying to gather yeah. it yeah. as much as we can from coaches, and they're all playing it pretty close to the vest, which I think is the smart thing to do. Um, but I wanted to talk today about, like, what does it look like for Travis Hunter mm-hmm. to win a Heisman? Because a lot of times, if you think about it, for a wide receiver to win the Heisman, something crazy has to happen. Because if a wide receiver is winning the Heisman, it means that their quarterback is balling out. Yeah. And there's ha- going to have to be a case for why that wide receiver should win it and not the quarterback. Uh-huh. So right sure. then and there, I'm already seeing the path for Travis Hunter to get himself into that conversation if he balls out at an insane level. Because, sure, Shador is probably going to be in that conversation too yep. if Travis is in it Absolutely. and he's scoring a bunch of touchdowns. And, and obviously, quarterbacks are almost always going to get so much credit. But the fact that, let's just say he scores... What's a, a realistic but aggressive number? 13 receiving touchdowns? Yeah, that's that's right in the zone. Okay. So let's say he does that. And then on the other side, he has like four or five picks. Yeah. Two pick sixes. Yep. And you want to throw in special teams? I'm like, let's just stick to two phases. But then, you know, he does something crazy there. Yeah. You can start like... Especially with the uniqueness. The duel? Yes. That really takes you into the fact that you're playing both sides does elevate you from being a regular wide receiver to being in that Heisman conversation. Can't you hear Kirk Herbstreet being like, he is a candidate for the Bolitnikoff Award. Right. And the Jim Thorpe. The Jim Thorpe. Yeah. Like, how could we not have this guy up here in the conversation? He's the... He's the best wide receiver in the Pac-12, and he's the best corner in the Pac-12. Right. And, right. you know, they've won X amount of games. When I thought about that today, wow. I thought, wow, you got to have kind of a story wow. when you're going to win the Heisman and you're not just the, the quarterback of the best team in the country. And dominating two sides of the ball. Yep, that'll do it. Would be a really, really great story in terms of a Heisman candidacy. Yeah, especially under Coach Prime. Um, and I do think you need Shadur to A, have some other wide receivers ball out. Mm-hmm. And maybe if Shadur had won it already, you know, like say Shadur wins it next <laughs> year, then Travis's the candidacy yeah, <laughs> becomes a lot easier. Hey, um, it's, um, what, what day is it? It's April 6th? Yeah. Anything can, anything can happen in, on April 6th. Anything could happen on April 6th. Yes, nothing's impossible. Exactly. Man. And I don't think he needs a number of interceptions. He just needs to be <coughs> a lockdown cornerback who's playing a ton of snaps on defense. Yeah. But then you get into, like, how many snaps can he plausibly play on both sides of the ball? When it creates such a unique challenge for the yeah. coaches to figure out what the Travis Hunter formula mm. is. Now... What's crazy is it can change game to game. Yeah, that's true. If you're playing a team with a great offense and a weak defense, you're saying like, all right, Trav, we need you to play some serious defense for us this week. Other way around, we need you to play some serious offense this week. And I I love the thought there he is, you know, going up and just watch these clips. I know. Watch this one, the ball skills. Uh. Oh, my gosh. This dude is so incredibly gifted and so talented that I think he can handle just about anything. 
I think he can handle pretty much as much as you want to put him out there, but you'd be crazy to, to ignore the fact that he was banged up at Jackson last year and, and it held him back. So you do have to be smart. There he is again with the ball skills. Jeez, man. Um, it's just an, it, it's such an interesting challenge for the coaching staff, and I'm, I'm so excited to see how they approach it. It's an amazing challenge, man. Um, it's quite unique. It's kind of crazy that we haven't seen more guys like him. I know. And it's also like once again, so much of this podcast for me is kind of pinching myself that like, wow, I can't believe this is happening for you, for us. Um, and this is just more of it. Like, what did we do to get... <laughs> This unicorn who can be a superstar on both sides of the ball at the same time. Oh, uh, we were in the depths of hell for 20 yeah, years. That's yeah, what we did to That's for it. sure. That uh, is for sure. And Reggie brings it up in the comments. So he was asked, are you at 100% now today? And he said no. Which is interesting to me. Um, and I just, I, I'm, I'm curious what that means. Why? What does that mean to him? Because... You know, he was talking about how Coach Prime asked him to stop going to the to the wreck to play basketball, but it's just something that he loves doing. Yeah. But I'm like, if you're not 100%, what are you doing, my guy? But I just feel like he's so so energetic and so active that yeah, he just yeah, has yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. he has to get it, you know, express uh, his athleticism in certain ways to just stay sane. Yeah, that um, really but, comes through. But when you're practicing every day, he did say like I've toned it back now that we're in spring practice and I'm gearing up for the spring game. But again, we're seeing those highlights of him just doing crazy stuff on the field. And that's what, 90%? 95? What are we talking about here? Like, yeah. Yeah. How high is the ceiling? I know. And I mean, you know, he's still he's still a young kid. Like, his, he's going to grow into his body. He's got this great strength and conditioning staff that's getting him ready. Like, we're still just scraping the sur you know, scratching the surface here. Yeah. And a lot of people in the comments on the video of him doing the presser today said, you know, anyone who thought Travis was just messing around and not working out is crazy. Look how much muscle he's gained since he left Jackson State. Um, and you're seeing that with all of these guys. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. you're seeing Shador put up 245 in Miami. Uh, and and I, not to say he wasn't doing that before. I honestly don't know. But, you know, people are commenting on how he looks bigger. He mm -hmm. looks stronger. Mm -hmm. Dylan Edwards. When already has gone from like you know diminutive back to now he's he's obviously gonna uh, he's on the shorter side of things right. but man right. I was impressed with you know his muscle mass when we saw him so all of these guys are getting gonna get bigger they're gonna get stronger uh, and and hopefully you know they all stay healthy and and we get to see what Travis Hunter looks like at his peak yeah. because I just don't know if people are ready for it like. We, everyone here in the comment section and you and I and Jake and whoever else that's really close to the program, like we're starting to learn how special Travis Hunter yeah. is yep. to most people, though. I just think they they're like, oh, yeah, like really, really big recruit. Like, I'm sure he's great. You know, I don't know if people are ready to see like how great he is or if they I don't know if their expectations for him exist as much like the expectations from from my view especially coming from the outside are on coach prime more than anyone of course yeah. uh and then shador yep 
Travis Hunter is like this fun, like the fact that the former number one recruit in the country is kind of I know. flying under the radar. I think you guys probably think I'm crazy for saying that, but I'm just listening to what I hear through the Denver media. Like, you know, the people that show up and ask dumb questions oh. are the same people who are saying like, man, like Shador, Coach Prime, Shador, Coach Prime. Like, I'm just not hearing a lot of Travis Hunter. And I think that he has a chance to burst onto the scene, not nationally, because I think nationally people know Travis Hunter, at least in the college football sphere. Yeah. But but even then, kind of under the radar because yeah. he's, you know. In terms of like the local just grasp of this team, I think he might go out there against TCU and just go nuts and turn, you know, turn everyone's heads as, oh, this is, you know, as much Travis Hunter as it is about everything. First month, he could be an instant breakout party. <clears throat> Let they're me chart you, the course. Saying for in the you. comments, we got to get you a, sh- a shot of scotch, clear your throat. That'd be a good idea, actually. <laughs> um, let me chart the course for you. One, one more step. Yeah. Heisman winner from last year. He's returning to college football. Caleb Williams. He plays in the Buffs conference. Sure does. Showing out against him. Not many Heisman winners are all offense. You know, it was cutesy when Dominican Sue was a finalist. And then, of course, you have Charles Woodson, who got a lot of that with returning and even making some moves at wide receiver. Rarely, though, have we seen a Heisman candidate be able to go against another Heisman candidate. Balling out against Caleb Williams could really help. And even if Caleb Williams was balled out again this year, you know, it's really going to be hard for him to repeat. It's really oh, going to be it hard. Is. It just never really happens. And, you know, he's losing some talent on offense now. Mm-hmm. It's USC, so they'll just reload. Yeah, but, but the microscope's more intense, you know, the for second sure. time around. For sure. And and I felt like that team was given a pass for not making the playoff last year, which I didn't think was justified. This year, they won't get that. Yep. You've got the returning Heisman winner. It's year two, Lincoln Riley. There's no, there's no, oh, well, they had this, that, or the other thing go against them. Like, you can't be losing to Utah if you want that recognition. And they lost to him twice. I know. None of us can be losing to Utah anymore. It's got to end. Got to put a stop to it. Utah is such a frustrating team um, because they're just so good. They're good. They're so well coached. They're really good. They recruit three-star guys and turn them into NFL players. They're really sound in the trenches. They don't ever really have stars. Yep. Like Cam Rising is really good, but I wouldn't call him a, a star in college football. And for whatever reason, man, they just put it together and they and they hit you in the mouth. And the Buffs in for a long time haven't been prepared for the physicality and the size and the strength of that team. But it happens to everyone in the Pac-12. They're a problem. They're a big problem. And then you add the fact that outside of Colorado, every other team in the Pac-12 then has to travel to Utah. <coughs> and that sucks. Yeah. These Cali schools, these Arizona schools, they're too soft to handle Utah. Yeah. In Utah. And we need to make Colorado like that. Oh, yeah. You need to get these softies in here feeling miserable. Yeah. Yeah. Get travel making them look bad, you know? Yes. And uh, I love this comment from DCB. It says, it would be cool when Travis catches touchdowns from multiple Heisman candidates. Yeah. In the same game, he'll catch one from Shador and, and Caleb Williams. <laughs> 
That's a, see, we're building a case, guys. We are. We're building a good case. I love this. Uh, and and I just he is a level of athlete that I just you know we've had incredible players at Colorado, but I'm also a big believer that humans have evolved to a greater level of athleticism. Yeah, probably since the last time the Buffs were good. Uh huh. Um, uh huh. And I just in terms of just pure athleticism, you might be the most athletic player in history. Pound for pound greatest athlete to ever come through CU Boulder. I mean, yeah, like I think there's a case. There's a case. It's possible. I'm not saying he's going to be the best player. You know, people that are new don't necessarily know that like Rashawn Salam ran for 2,000 yards and won the Heisman. Um, you know, there's amazing players that have yeah. come through here. Yep. But in terms of that athleticism, like when I watch him play basketball, the ease at which a guy can just float up to the rim um, and like the the handle that he has and the crossovers. And then you see that translate and he's he's juking guys and he's going up and getting the ball. And he's, you know, we saw that tip drill. It's just like it's it doesn't it, it, it doesn't compute for me like that, that that level of athleticism. I think it's I think it's a, a notch above. Pretty special. Uh, also feels like a big week for Jake's. Um, he's going to play more wide receiver than cornerback. I think we're it'll this discussion will almost be mute after a while because like you said, kind of feels like it could be more of a matchup thing now. I have like, hey, we need you more at corner. We need you more at wide receiver, like whatever works. Um, but like this isn't going away. Yeah, this is a two way player. Why does everyone always try to attach this jacket to a team? We got Jens in the comments saying, repping Notre Dame today, or what's up with that jacket? Why can't I just wear it? You know, just, I only wear black t-shirts and black jeans every day. I have to have something else to spice up an outfit once in a it while. It really stands out, though, when you wear it. I know. Because you don't wear anything with color ever. The reason I wore this today is because green is slowly but surely creeping back into the Rockies palette. Uh, and so, so I'm trying to further that narrative. There you go. So it's an honorary Rockies jacket, even though we all know it's a Real Betis jacket. Yeah. <laughs> Celtic FC. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Big Portland Timbers guy over here. Can't, can't I just wear a green jacket? Just leave our kid alone, man. Let him be. Um, Let him vibe. It really, the original, I guess, team that I would have tied it to is the Eagles because Allie's a big Eagles fan, so... Figured, you know, when we go down to the Eagles bar on a Sunday, I could get a, an Eagles fit off. Fly, Eagles, fly. Yesterday on the Pellies game, people were asking, do they say go birds? To, to the, about For the, the Pellies, Pellies yeah. I don't think so. I don't think so either. What I do See, know. Now people are coming to my uh, defense. Thank you guys Good. for, for Thank, saying you like the jacket. Thanks, guys. That means a lot. Um, Ryan, I'm about to unload three facts that you are unaware of yet but are gonna get you pretty hyped okay fact number one dmvr bar ufc this weekend oh. and all weekends to follow so my sources tell me this is awesome yeah you and i became big ufc guys in the pandemic when it Ever was really the first it? sport yep. that we could bet on yep. stateside Indeed. Um, and Indeed. I've been hooked ever since. Like, yep, that's amazing. I let me tell you, you haven't lived if you don't have a over four and a half, four, four and a half rounds, <laughs> and you don't have to sweat out 
a big title fight on UFC. So it's amazing. That is awesome. I yep. cannot wait to watch UFC at the bar on Saturday. Yep. Um, I've got a packed day. So Masters watch party in the morning here. Wow. Uh, slash early afternoon. Then I have a tea time. Whew. First of the year. Can't Let's wait. go. It's supposed to be like 78 and sunny. Woo! And then got to come back to the bar for UFC. Have a feeling I'm going to be pretty turnt. Yep. This Saturday, you'll be twerking and the action-packed <laughs> UFC 287 fight card right now at DraftKings Sportsbook. An official partner of the UFC, new customers can bet just $5 pre-fight money line to win 150 in bonus f- bets if their fighter wins. It's pretty dope. Download the app now and use that code DMVR. New customers can bet just $5 on a pre-fight money line and get 150 in bonus bets <laughs> if their fighter wins this Saturday at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DMVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And Ohio, I am so sorry this does not apply to you. Uh, Tyler Brown said, I've been lasting over four and a half rounds thanks to Roman. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, Tyler Brown. You get it. <laughs> and illegal Pete's, of course. Right? Oh, illegal Pete's. Man, um... So I've been dieting. Um, Crazy. Looking great, though. You're Thank glowing, you. bro. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so I haven't been able to get my reverse nachos, but those are off. Yeah, you can't have chips. Shit. I know. Um, also, so, you keto people, you're overdoing it on the cheese. Too much cheese, you think? <laughs> like, come on, guys. You can't just be reckless with your cheese consumption all of a sudden because you're in on keto i don't think i'm that reckless can't be guzzling gallons of queso every day okay just because you're on keto i will say i uh last yeah like last night i just made some fajitas no tortillas but i did sprinkle some cheese on there but not an inordinate amount good good for you Uh, you. anyways they also have a salad bowl over there um that slaps so i go with the salad bowl throw the the red and yellow peppers on there hell yeah um some queso and uh <laughs> i'm on to them and then I'm they also them. have this like spicy vinaigrette that is just fantastic on the salad spicy some vinaigrette chicken. yep wow yeah that's like worlds colliding i know pete's they got it down so pete's has it all yep good for you illegal pete's thank you all right we got 127 likes let's get to 200 for sure that's like light guys i'm gonna Jake's going to berate Jake <laughs> is going to come into my office <laughs> and give me the right now speech that coach prime gave. Oh yeah. going to be like, you know how when you're not parents, tomorrow, not, not next tomorrow. week, not five seconds yeah, from now, not like, 10 seconds from now. I need you guys to smash the like <laughs> button right now. I love it right now. I also love uh coach prime's mom is in town. That was amazing. That's my favorite content on the internet is Coach Prime and his mom. Dude, I just... I, actually, is that his grandma? Bucky called her great-grandma at some point. Oh, he did. I think he did. I think he did. Chat, clear this up for yeah, me. Chat's always got our back on these sort of facts. <laughs> um, She's thanking the Lord. Like, those stories were amazing. Oh, that was so good, man. That was elite content. Uh, yeah, it really was. And I just love the way she was giving it back to him. Like, that's how you know. That whole family is hilarious. The way they just, you know, chirp each other. 
And <laughs> I love just going further back into the roots and being like, ah, she's got it in her too. Yeah. Um, it, it actually kind of reminds me of our CEO, Brandon Spano's family. Like they all just chirp. That's all they do is just talk shit to each other 24 seven. It's hilarious. Yeah. Those guys be spitting that over is there. Well. Okay. The... I, I was right. Okay. I was right. Okay. Okay. I was trying to do the math on great. His grandma. Um, yeah. 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 Anyways. Yeah. His mom, legend. Um, that was amazing. Jay Feely was in the building yesterday. Amazing. Yeah. He walked right by us, and I was Did like, I, I recognize that guy. But he was so decked out in CU stuff that I thought he was just some a CU person. And Ryan just assumes he knows every CU person of importance. Well, that's how I Wait, should have uh, known that I wasn't, so. he wasn't one of them. He got you. He could, Jay got you. But I was like, <laughs> I recognize Jesus. that person. He's decked out in CU gear, so I just assume that I recognize him from CU things. No, that was Jay Feely. Jay Feely. And notably, Coach Prime told him, your son was hitting it like you yesterday. He was absolutely booming it. That's good to hear. And Jace told us he hit it from 65. So, or he said it would have been good from 65. I don't know where he actually attempted it from. That's uh, why they have three kickers on the rock. It's just the getting is so good for a kicker in Colorado that it's just like come one, come all. Well, it, it's funny because... Have fun blasting bombs. It's something that Colorado fans have been complaining about since Mason Crosby, arguably the best college kicker of all time, yeah, uh, came yeah. through here. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, okay, so we should just get the best kicker in the country every year from here on out. And it You'd just think. never happened. Now, I will say Cole Becker was pretty darn good. Um, There's been some really good ones. He obviously got pushed out, transferred to Utah. Um, him and Lawson Lovering, I'm sure, twerking up a storm. Um and I, that might be illegal over there. I can confirm or deny. That's true. <laughs> uh, but I, I'm starting to believe that it's Mata from 50 in and Feely from or maybe even 45 in and Feely from 45 out. We got a long ball specialist, a kickoff specialist here. Yep. That'd be amazing. I remember once at Folsom watching ASU visiting and Zane Gonzalez was just hitting bombs from the other side of yep. the field. It was nuts. It was I think the, we I, maybe lost that in a real close one. It was the Oregon State game that went to overtime where MLC had the sweet touchdown catch. Uh-huh. You almost forget. I think they hit like a 60-yard field goal to force overtime. It's a great advantage. It's yeah. a great place to be. Yep. So we should be getting the best kickers in the country. Yeah. Um and uh I I I love Mata. Uh, and Feely might just have that, that uh, the boomstick. Love that for us. All right, let's get to some questions from our good friends here. Uh, where should we start? Super Chats first. Adrian Kinzer says, if a media deal doesn't get done, will CU be able to broker their own deal with networks like have all games on ESPN? Did you all see Coach Prime talking to Jimmy Horn about how to return punts? I haven't seen that clip yet. Um, but I mean, Jimmy Horn is such a weapon that again, it's just another way to get the ball in his hands. But, you know, we were just talking about Travis, same thing. Um, what was that on Adrian? I, yeah, I missed that. I saw, well, I saw the well, off we watched video the well, off. I, I, to see the, I was about to finish up the reach of the people. And then I headed over here cause I thought we were going at three fifteen, but it was scheduled for three thirty, anyways. No, yep. um, your, your schedule's been twerking as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I, I no, don't, they can't. They no, can't. they they need to leave a conference and be an independent to broker their own deal. Yep. It would Which be, is the appeal of being a Notre Dame, for example. I think being independent is one of the softest things you can do. Hey man, if you can if you can swing it, and that's a more profitable solution for you by all means. I know, but I'm I, not sure many can. It's it's so competitively unbalanced. You get to pick your schedule every year, play yeah. whoever you want. Yeah. Um, and then you don't have to win anything at the end of the season. Yep. Like you should have to compete in a conference championship game to make the playoff, mm -hmm. in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Um, so like Notre Dame just getting in. Oh, they had a great season. It's like. It's such BS, you know, like I know they do play some teams each year, but there's something different about having to play the same schools every year who are game planning for you, who maybe a school has your number like Notre Dame could just be like, oh, this team always beats us. Let's stop playing them. Yeah, I suppose. Um, hate it. I mean, if you can swing it, it's great. But I that really said, think the they're one of one went independent. I would be all about it. <laughs> Honestly, I don't care either way at this point. It might be a better solution. I just need like 50 plus from a TV network every year. And then we're talking, mm. you know, I did see that video dropped. It was uh, Neely dropped a video recently of Jimmy Horn. Uh, it's like a Jimmy Horn um, feature. And I, ha I did not get a chance to watch that yet. I'm adding that to the list. First thing tonight. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. That'll be fun to check out. All right. Next one. From EJ. Thanks, EJ. RK, remember we had this conversation about Travis and receiving. I told you and Jake Travis was getting those reps so he could maximize his options when he plays receiver. His main position is CB. Totally. Totally. And and I just, I think there's so many different things. DCB said it in the comments earlier. He said if they're losing, he's at, uh, he's at wide receiver. If they're winning, he's at corner. Right. That could work too. <laughs> that easy. And I mean, the other thing that stands out to me is they clearly have so much confidence in his skills as a corner that they don't care that he's spending weeks at a time playing just wide receiver. And it makes me think, and, and, and it's never going to be this simple all the time, but it makes me think they're going to play a lot of press man. There's no playbook for press man. You just go out there and you press up on your guy and you beat him. You don't need to practice that if you're Travis Hunter. This is why they've recruited this way, too. Yeah. Outside in. Yeah. Cormani. I mean, what if Cormani comes in and he's just that guy as well? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, another type of that guy. I think, but I think that's, that's common. Yeah. I think that's happening. Yeah. Just needs to happen right now. Check this out. So I have to ask no our, our Madden chat what, um, what year we're in, but we just <laughs> dropped our draft class. Travis yeah. Hunter. Number two prospect in the class. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Love to see it. And uh, Cormani's also in this class, which is interesting considering the gap in their years. But Travis is only a sophomore. So I guess if Travis played Possible. his senior year and Cormani went out after his junior year. Yeah, that's true. But it's pretty cool. <coughs> I got hyped when I saw him on there right behind Arch Manning. Yeah. You guys love telling me about your prospects in the <laughs> Madden League. Yep. All right. What do we got next? Big Teasy with a super chat. Oh, a big super chat. Thanks, Big Teasy. Big Teasy. Uh, what chance do you see P-Star earning the number one? That's my pick. Who are we talking about? Am I dumb? 
<laughs> what? I don't know. Big TZ. Big TZ, fill me in. <coughs> I'm probably going to be kicking myself when I realize who you're talking about. Um, but anyways, we'll circle back to that when the comments tells us what's up. Uh, let's go to the next question. Oh, man. We're going to really hate ourselves yep. once we get the answer to that. RK, why haven't we heard anyone mention Miles Slusher? Is he practicing? Would expect him to be a starter. He is practicing. Um, and that's good. He's in that's a really good. crowded room. Really crowded. I highlighted walk on safeties yesterday <laughs> who are playing well against the ones. Oh, oh, <laughs> porn star. Oh, damn. <laughs> damn it. Okay. Um, I was thinking like Patrick Star, P Star. Crowded room, Marquise. And Marquise, remember, right now we don't have numbers. It's it's hard to see who's standing out. It is true. I will say Cam Sillman Craig is hard to miss, and he's always making plays. He had the touchdown-saving tackle on Hank the other day. Yep. Um, and, and again, Beasley Harris got highlighted as well. Like It's not like we're not paying attention to the secondary. Right. Trevor Woods, he's made plays when we've seen him in there. Mm -hmm. uh, and Shiloh waiting in the wings. Headache CEO. Yep. How many more transfer portal guys are in play from Hook? I would say mm, Coach Prime telling uh, telling Neely, we haven't even gotten started in the portal yet. Just wait for the summer. It's like has me thrown for a loop. I, I mean, there are already 10 guys over on scholarships. That's so the if they thing. got 10 guys clear? to... Now, there is this like weird um, loophole you can use to, I believe, clear 10 spots, which is essentially like you don't pull guys scholarships, but under a new coaching staff, they have the ability to like take them off the team, but keep them on an academic scholarship. So that might be an option if guys don't want to transfer. You'd hate to see wow. that, to be honest. Um, so but I mean, even then, if you were going to like, I wanted to say maybe they can add 10 more guys. That sounds crazy to me. Maybe 20 over at that point. Obviously, some guys are going to go out, but I don't know. I, I mean, I originally said I thought they could add. They could turn over, I think, 30 players on the roster. They're we've blown past that. So I don't want to put any uh, limits on what, what they can pull off there. I think they're going to. Yeah, I don't know. I think they're going to get a couple more, but. You're we, having to recalibrate. We, don't we all are. Let's just say this. We don't have the luxury of turning away good players who want to come to Colorado. So we're, we're going to have to figure it out. And then you've we'll got see. Coach Prime saying he wants to give Charlie a scholarship. So, like, there's another one, you know. It's, right. There's a lot a right. lot going on. A lot going on. All I know is uh, Coach Prime does not lie, Ryan. When he says something, that thing will happen. Exactly. And he said we haven't even gotten started in the portal. So that's what I would stick with. Yeah. Yeah. Next one from Angela. Uh, RK and Andre, during Coach Prime, during Coach Prime's now sermon, he said 36 recruits would be at the spring game and he will own the spring portal. How many are getting the axe? Same question. I, he I don't put know. everyone on notice before that practice we were at. Yeah. What was the line? Like, things are going to change after practice today. Right now, Ryan. Yeah. Right now was right. the line. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know, man. Is there a chance really that like, 20 guys are just <coughs> gone by after the spring game? Could be. At this point, he keeps things so competitive. He doesn't play favorites. 
some guys who just came in could be leaving. Like, I know nothing. It, it, that's actually, <clears throat> I hadn't considered that, but it's certainly a possibility. I mean, guys are going to be all over the country. Guys are going to be hitting the portal. It's going to be a whole new free-for-all in, in May. Yep. Uh, and there's that's no a, way of knowing. That's the thing that stood out about his sermon to me too, Angela, was he told even the guys who we brought in have gotten comfortable already. He's putting everyone on notice. And that is, again, you know, I, I said yesterday, complacency is one of the most dangerous things in, in this life. You said that? Yeah. You just spit in Coach Prime lines now? I, is, is that an RKO? I think that was me. Man, I, I'm starting to. But you know, you spend enough time in the Coach Prime I know, atmosphere, I know. you start to absorb things. Yeah. Um. And, and I think there, th that's certainly something that could have happened. These guys came in and they're like, "Oh, I'm whoever it may be, whether it's a tr you know a, a new transfer or whoever said like, oh yeah, I'm part of the Louis luggage. I'm safe.' Right. Can't have that. Uh. Uh. Nobody nope. is safe. Not at all. In fact, a lot of those guys I've, I was seeing getting reps yesterday are returning dudes, are guys who were already here. Yeah. Like, yeah. a lot. Dylan with a really good question here. Uh, he says, I really want to know, are y'all going to be happy if this team wins four or five games? Um, happy, I think, would be a mischaracterization of how I would feel. Um, I think five wins would leave me content. I would say, okay. They increased their win total by 500%. Yeah. And it's very clear this thing is going in the right direction. But we were hoping for more, right? I think that's fair to say. Sure. Um, four, I, I feel would be uh, underachieving for the talent on this roster. That feels about right. And of course, it's impossible to say without knowing the context, without knowing how this season went, without what a recruiting transfer portal excitement or losses have occurred in the last, you know, six months while this season ensued. It's hard to say, but yeah, it feels like five wins is the Mendoza line. Of feeling like, okay, we're moving in the right direction. This is about where you could plausibly, realistically set the bar. We reach that bar. Going to be very excited to see what the team can bring next year. I can promise you this. Six wins, I will be very happy. But there's a huge gap between five and six in college football. Yep. Five, you're out. Six, you're in. Well, and that's why the context matters. Like... Four wins might be okay if it's like, well, they upset a top 25 team. Three losses kind of came on a fluke. Maybe they didn't have a key starter. And, you know, like. Yeah, there's always right? there's always context. It's hard to predict. Like, these. oh, we lost that one at USC on a Hail Mary. You know, like. Oh, God, don't even put that in the air. We're never going to win. My heart that just skipped a beat. Stupid place. <laughs> God, I hate it so much. Uh, all right, what do we got next? Please smash the like button, guys. Charles Kelly, my question. Are Bucky, Darius, and Neely on the CU payroll? I'm curious because they seem to have office space in there. Also, the gifts that are mailed to them at a university address. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I uh, feel comfortable speaking on who's paying who because I don't know 100%. 
Um, so, I don't know. There you go. You have to ask those guys. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Pop into those comments. Uh, Travis says, RK, did you ask Travis Hunter about fishing? Smallmouth bass will be hitting good in a few weeks. So I did. Um, he said, his, in his first answer just about how things are going in spring, he said, I, I'm, I've gotten used to the cold. I just want to go fishing. Um, and so then I followed up with him the last question, you know, kind of as things are wrapping up, I just said, well, do you have your list of spots you're going to hit when it gets warm? And he said, no, but I'm working on it. And the reason I asked him that is because if he doesn't have the list, you got a list. I'll huh? get the list. You a big fishing guy? You know, I love fishing. Is that right? I really do. I um, could see that being your vibe. It is a vibe. You're an old soul in some ways. And fishing, uh, listen, it's it, with that. It shares a lot of similarities with golf. Yep, yep. The goal of fishing is to get outside, hang out with your friends, maybe right. listen to some music, right? Have a couple cold pops, right. and talk. Right. It's the way I I loved enjoy I enjoyed uh, hanging out at public parks as a youth. <laughs> With brown bags. Sure, sure, exactly. I love fishing um, because there is still like a, a competition, a competitiveness to it, right? You're trying to trying to catch the biggest fish of the day or whatever it may be. Um, I actually really like fly fishing, which I feel like Travis Hunter needs to try because it's a lot more, it's an act, more active yeah, version yeah. Of, of fishing that you feel like you have... At least for me, I feel like I'm doing more. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. When I catch one, I'm like, that was a skill-based yeah. uh, catch. Man, I kind of feel like you got to don't. Well, I yeah. also kind of feel like hearing you guys in that presser, you guys were kind of vibing. Like, I, I feel like you get each other. I hope so. Yeah. I just hope to vibe with everyone. I just remember you in the creek with the DC <laughs> yeah. for the buffs. Who, damn it, I love him. Jim Levitt. Jim Levitt. Well, I, can, I can never remember Jim Levitt's goddamn name. He was uh, electric. Those are good times. Yeah. Good times. No, I, I think I would love to, to show Travis some fly fishing um, or just get out on the lake, which, again, a great way to spend a day. There you go. There you go. All right. Uh, next one. Question of the day. How many people do y'all think will have a number on Monday if so, who bias aside? So great insight on this today from Coach Bartoloni. I asked him, how did that work with Jimmy getting his number? He said, Coach Prime comes to us the end of the week or the beginning of the week and says, has anyone earned their number? And I said, Jimmy. So it's kind of, a, and, and Coach Prime mentioned this before, it's going to be up to each player's position coaches. And I'm sure if he sees someone, you know, on his own, he would do that as well. But what, what Bartoloni said is he earned my trust. That's what it means. I trust him. I trust him to work every day. I trust him to catch the ball. And then he said the challenge for Jimmy is going to be holding on to it. Um, and he essentially said, like, oh, he, he wasn't as sharp as I would have loved to have him today. Um, so, mm. you know, these guys are constantly going to be under pressure to up, uphold that standard and, and, uh, and keep their numbers. But I have a feeling the goal will be, like, internally I would – think they would hope that guys were earning their numbers before the spring game. So the trickle is going to continue this week, and I wouldn't be surprised if by next week we've got over 10 guys with their numbers. Over 10? Yep. What a blessing that would be straight from the twerking gods that Jake's trying to summon right <laughs> now in Hawaii for his return. Um, hmm. 
gosh, I don't know. After watching, catching up on what was happening behind the scenes, the kind of motivation that was being given to the team, I'd go lower. I think it's going to be closer to... Let's say someone earned it just about every day this week. Let's go five. Five more. Okay. Um, there could have been more today. We just don't know. We'll have right. to wait for well right. off and reach the people to drop later. Right. So true. All right. What do we got next? From MLN. Uh, which position players should current buff squad members be the most worried about? What does that mean? I'm calling wide receiver too many talents. Weaver, Onavu, Wasim, Harge. Coming that are going to make it musical chairs. Oh, okay. So of the positions that haven't all gotten here yet, especially with incoming freshmen or potentially incoming transfers, um, who should be the most worried? Wide receiver is a good one. There's talent at wide receiver already, and there's only going to be more. Um, he didn't even mention Adam Hopkins in there. I mean, there's going to be so many guys fighting, and especially in that freshman class, you know, those guys didn't come here to sit. It's a lot of talent, but I do think the answer is corner. Travis hasn't even played on that yes. side yet. Cormani's coming. Uh, God knows what could, like, you know. I Hold on. You, we got to stop the presses real quick. The Rockies just won a 1-0 game at Coors Field. <sighs> what Anyways. a time to be alive. The game started about <laughs> two hours ago, Ryan. Two this is game. beautiful. I love new school baseball. Um, and if I were a handicapper. I've dabbled. Um, and I were to say most likely position to be added to in the transfer portal, just knowing the kind of pull that D Coach Prime Sanders has on the uh, cornerbacks around the world, I would say corner. So to me, it's corner, even though I think a great point was also made about wide receiver, though. And as Nicholas brings <coughs> up, uh, actually, sorry, it's uh, I Swear TV brings up... Um, Safety. Crowded room. Add Shiloh to the mix. Uh, and that alone Hella crowded. makes things difficult. Running back? Yeah. Running back and back to the now that we know what T... TBZ? Tavion Beasley. No, no. The commenter oh. who said... Oh. We, <laughs> he, he asked if yeah. Charlie was going to be the number one. That's his hot take prediction. That would be crazy. That'd be crazy. I... I liked what I saw from Hank. I think Hank might be a very reliable number one. I think he meant like number one jersey. Oh, that'd be dope. Would not be surprised if they added to running back. Cavassier Smoke coming we in. We haven't seen him yet. That's true. That's true. I need to hold my horses. There's a lot. Oof. Yep. Yeah. Do we have one more? Uh, yeah. Okay. One more question from Big LT. What linebacker is showing leadership or performing the best? <sighs> Levante Bentley um, is, I think. He stands out. Yeah. He stands out. Jeremiah Brown flashes a decent amount. Yeah, and I keep, I'm thinking more of JB as an mm -hmm. edge guy. Mm -hmm. uh, but it would, it would be him in terms of, if we're just calling him an outside linebacker and grouping in all the linebackers. Right, right, right. Um, yep. I would say Jeremiah Brown. Um, right, we're such ball knowers, such football guys. We see linebacker, we automatically think off ball. Off ball, that's off what ball. I do. It's assumed. Um, but Jeremiah Brown, man, another one that I just think, I don't know if people are ready for. He's got like a, at Disney World, 
people can get the fast pass to the lines. That's like what Jeremiah Ooh. Brown has to get in the back. He's just in the backfield constantly. Dang, I know Coach Prime gives out the nicknames around here, but Fast Pass is Fast pretty sick Pass. nickname. That's a good one. That's a good one. You guys get that one for free. Uh, but yeah, I think that there's a hope for me at least that Demoy Kennedy comes in, is healthy, and dom like just becomes the star at that position. Off ball. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm really excited for that. There we go. Two hundred. Can't. 200 Gee, likes almost left us short at 199 there's appreciate you guys um truly truly like when i you know not that it was really optional in my mind but like i'm like i gotta go to boulder i gotta get up there for the squad twerking's not optional. I gotta come for back for the, pod, yep. for the squad yep absolutely like, there's no uh, let's go to opening day and skip the podcast no 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 not an option for this guy not an option um, but we do. It looks like we have a rapid show coming up next. Oh yeah. Oh, let's up the go pits. up the pits. with a special guest. Yes. Uh, so we're going to wrap up here. Uh, appreciate again, all of you guys for tuning in, hitting us with the like, we will be back tomorrow. We'll talk to you then.